Welcome back to the Football Zone with Nick Matone, Woody Brown, and Luca Galvin. What a week. What, what a, a week. War a weekend. War a weekend. What a return. Not even weekend, yeah, a full, full week. week. But what a return to club football we had. International yeah. football had me sleeping. I'm back. Club football just hit me with yeah, a, it was some so cold nice. water. What a weekend. Right in the, waking up with some cold water straight to the face. Saturday like, morning was the perfect morning I've had. Um, it was so nice. I woke up. There was a beautiful Arsenal game. I was up at 4.30, and then, and then I had to go take an SAT, but that was good because the SAT was easy, and I th- feel like I did well. And then I played that's poker. That's just a nice day. So that's just a solid day, really. Yeah, it was just such a solid day. And then I was supposed to get up for the Manchester Derby, but I couldn't be asked, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, I've I did up, not get up for that. I didn't get, get to sleep until, like, 2 that day, so I was up for 22 hours in a row. But I, I ended up watching the game. Right after. I, really I woke up and it. watched the game. Like, the full game. Not even highlights. I was just like... I looked at the score, and I was like, there's, like, actually no way I can't watch this full game. It, it, I mean, what a master class, and what yeah. a disaster class at the same time. Yeah. Let's My, get into it, though, with the Premier League scores. I mean... Obviously, what game. is regarded on our podcast as the most important game of the year. Unfortunately for Nick, he's 2-1 to one here, but Arsenal-Tottenham, probably the most important game for this podcast... Arsenal three yeah. one. Emerson deserved the red card. I will not be hearing that he didn't. I mean, I don't know. I can give you a quick rundown of why he deserved it. But basically, I don't really want to hear it. The foul. He was an intentional foul, and he's going studs up on his ankle. Like you have to give him a red. Like there's no reason for him to even tackle the ball there. He went out of his way just to step on Martinelli. So, I think it's a clear and obvious red. Nick doesn't seem to agree. What he mm. hasn't said. What he hasn't stated. I, don't know, I feel like in a game that's physical, like the London Derby, I feel like you kind of gotta let him play a little bit and cut some slack. Like that red card 60, just ended the game. Sixty-five minutes into the game, and he's already, and like people were already getting yelled at the start of the like second. The second half came out like more brutal than the first, and so of course, and like there had already been two yellows fifteen minutes into the first half, and then he goes in and sticks someone like on purpose, essentially. Yeah, it's just like a lazy. Cynical foul. Yeah. It was a bad foul, but I I did not. But feel also that just like of a, of think a think about where he fouled Martinelli though. He's we're in our half near our own eighteen. Like he's literally just going in for fun essentially at that point. Like was, was that was that not? Like, I no, I'd understand if I'm Martinelli sorry, wait, 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 wait. was that was not eighteen. I, I swear that was or like, like like thirty five. But like no, in it, our was, own it was half. Like, it was it was like in the in the like the closer to the mid half of your own half, and he tried to kick it around him. Yeah, and go back to our own goal. He's going the wrong way. Emerson's got yes, I'll I, I'll put money on it. Like he's go, Martinelli is basically like just holding on to the ball. He's knocked the ball around Emerson, and Emerson instead of just like going back like every other fullback would do, as a player is kicking the ball back to where like the left back should be, he goes in, steps on Martinelli's ankle, studs up, gets a red. Obviously, mm. I still don't think it's a red. You're not gonna convince me otherwise. But there was other really good games this weekend. Yeah, between Liverpool and Brighton. What a what a masterclass from Leonard Trossard. He's second, second only person to score a, a hat trick at Anfield. Who's the first, Nick Matone? I can't ask Woody because it's an Arsenal player. Yeah. That's your hint. I don't. Oh, probably. You Thierry should know. Henry. I can show you the the celebration you did. It's like the most famous. Like the. He's like going crazy. Oh 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 oh. I know you know oh, who it is. You got this. Yeah, I do know. It's who like it one is. of the most famous Arsenal yep, games. Yep. Even though he didn't win, and they scored yeah. a tie in the 90th um, third. But it's such oh, a it's I, such a good. Four, it's four goals too. I don't know his name, but Andreas Arshavin. Arshavin, he's, yeah. he's he's like a streets won't forget Arsenal player. Him For and sure. Thomas Rosicki. That was like the mudded Arsenal era. It was yeah, like this was... era where where 
Arsene Wenger was taking these teams that in the Prem right now without him would get like eighth, yeah. and he was putting them in top four, and it like kind of just shows how good of a coach he was that he was taking That's these clear, players. Though. He essentially every year had to turn a profit on his players, so he had to sell his best player just so that he wasn't losing money because of the stadium they had just built, and he'd take these like terrible sides to top four. It was pretty impressive, I think. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wouldn't even say, I mean, I would say they probably get 10th in this day and age, not 8th. I think they would compete for it, f- compete for 8th. I yeah, think that it like would be the, they, the, they would it, they would be like the West Ham to like yeah West Ham le, to like Le Leicester last year range. West Ham to like Brighton last year yeah even though Brighton are looking so awesome good. this good awesome they're looking year. so good even though year. they lost Mr Potter yeah and all of like basically their entire co- coaching staff left with Potter too so. yeah but it, then they have they they had Adam Lallana the goat yeah but now they have the streets won't forget Stoke City legend yeah. Stoke City you can never do it on a cold rainy yeah. night in Stoke Nick it was quite. There was quite a few high-scoring games. Yeah. So you also few. had Newcastle, Newcastle against. Yep. Yeah, I mean, one. it's just kind of like to see that. you hate to see it because Fulham's losing, but like Newcastle. Realistically, you kind of never thought that they were gonna continue like this, like on pace for top eight form, like the whole year. You kind of know that, like at some point, they're gonna like start to drop down to like fifteen. For sure. It's almost like Brentford I, last, I, fear, last I think, year. I think, well, Brentford finished 13th. I mean, that's really well, yeah, that's good what for I'm a saying. relegated like, like, side. Yeah, that's what I'm relegation saying. Relegation like, upside. What do, you, what do you call that? Promotion. Promotion. But that's what I'm saying. Like, promoted they started side. the year really well. They beat Arsenal. Mm-hmm. Like, and they like were looking like good, even if they weren't getting the results. But now Fulham looks like a little worse. And Newcastle is sick, obviously. And St. Maximin's been less good than he has been recently like in recent times like he's completing less dribbles than he does but i also think that that's because he has a better team like there's more there's more players doing stuff like almiron i don't know how to say his name yeah yeah, yeah. He's, Almer, been, he's been playing well he's, he's been really good he he was on like the team of the week this year and so. then uh it's pretty kieran trippier has been great for them this year yeah. he's that was really a great good. that was a great pickup from newcastle for sure it's really super good it's super smart because like he already had that prem experience so exactly. like you're just picking up a player who you know will fit in and be good Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, Another game I want to talk about is the Leicester game. Leicester first win in the season. Yeah. I mean, is. wow. It was a trouncing. James Madison is James looking Madison's very so good. good. Looking very good. We'll see what um, Gareth Southgate does about. <laughs> you know, he won't get. Right he now, won't so. get picked. <laughs> they, they oh, would never. Harvey Barnes with the equalizer. My fault. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but nah. Yeah, but. James um, Madison's good, but I just, like, don't know what... The, his problem is that, like, I just don't... Like, he needs a move to an English Big Six side. And, like, the only team I could understand picking him up... Actually, there's two, I guess. Is really Chelsea or Liverpool. And I don't see any of this side doing it. Maybe United. No, they got United Erickson. have Ericsson and Bruno right now. Erickson, Ericsson is old. But three can't... They they would literally have be playing three attacking midfielders at once. Like, yeah, attacking-minded. Chelsea, I understand because they're switching to a 4-3-3. And, like, Mason Mount really isn't the cam in a 4-3-3. Mason and then really Liverpool, I'd understand because like they have no creativity in their midfield, so like yeah, <laughs> they just they need they need that they but need they Jude can't, they, they can't spend any more money. Well, no, once once Thiago's back, they they need Jude. Apparently Thiago they're they're going after Jude Bellingham this summer. Apparently yeah, they're like so spending like, a I don't bunch of money on want him. that to happen. I would rather them than United, just because like I hate United fans more. I want Jude to stay in. Dortmund. No, I he needs to come to England. I want him to stay in Dortmund. I want Dortmund to win Bundesliga. I want them to win Bundesliga, but I don't think it would happen this year. I think that by, like, game week 14, Bayern will, like, finally, like, click together. And, like, they'll start winning every game 5-0. Yeah, probably. Can we watch the Chelsea? Can you guys open the Chelsea game? Did you hear about the game at all or no? About the handball? That's a red card in my eyes. I don't know. 
Thiago Silva gets beat off the dribble and he falls down to the ground and the ball's in front of his face and so he just swats it back, right? And gets only a yellow. But the, the attacker is one-on-one with the goalie. So, like, he stops a clear and obvious goal-scoring chance. But what makes it worse is that then, like, I think it's five minutes later, Thiago Silva assists a goal. Yeah, that's like, stupid. Like, he shouldn't have been on the field, too. No, and, like, yeah, it cha- saw, totally changed the game. I see that. I saw that clip, and it's just insane it's, to it's me how it's on a red. Yeah, it's like Chelsea. Chelsea have one ref in the league who hates them and like basically gives them go goes with every call the other way, and then every other ref is just like loves Chelsea. But I the, guess. But then also, it also shows how inconsistent VAR is. Yeah, it's pretty for sure. It's so like, like it's weird because like realistically they really should be like having like one var crew for all games but like they can't do that because they need to have multiple games at a time so it's like so inconsistent mm-hmm. but i also I, think that it's just a like i feel like they, they need VAR a better they new. need they need a better standard for it i think yeah. like like how the nba does it they have a standard for all the these rules but it seems that it's kind of just up to the refs to determine yeah. it. like it's just growing pain ref. i think like it's just so for new. sure well, it's really not new. It's been around for what, like three, four, four, four five, years. Four, yeah, five but for years. like basketball, like they've had like video re- replay for so long, and also it's less significant in basketball. In soccer, like yeah. almost all like big, big games always come down to that. Did we see the Conor Gallagher goal? I actually did not see that. I only saw. Oh my gosh! So Pulisic beats two and like lays the ball off kind of accidentally to Gallagher, who just takes a touch and like hits his nice like far post curling top ends. Mm -hmm. It was nice. So nice. Which Um, kind of sucks. What do we think of Pulisic under under Potter? Do we think he can actually like? I think he'll. I think that this is his last time to prove himself before he gets shipped out somewhere. Yeah. Realistically, their best, their best. I think if they're in a four three three, the best lineup they can put. It's probably like Pulisic, Sterling, Sterling, Aubameyang, Gallagher. Um, what happened to Conte? Nothing. Injured doesn't make him the team anymore. Yeah, he got injured, and now isn't he, he just isn't he like old as well. He's like thirty-four. Yeah, but that's not that old. I don't know. I think that Gallagher is their perfect like sixty minute, sixtieth minute sub. I don't think that if he can really start yet. Think so? Just not yet. Yeah, he's the Conte. Arsenal. He's only Chelsea 31. star and Golo Conte wants to join Arsenal or redacted team with some. I don't want Conte right now. <laughs> I, I think like, that oh, no. he. I think that I, at the start of the season, uh, they had him rumored, and I thought that like, honestly, like, picking him up, you would. I understand where he would go. He would go where Granit Xhaka plays. But Granit Xhaka is playing, playing so, so well. well. He's playing amazing. He's playing and then great. also you have both your midfielders. Like their tendency would to be go onto the inside foot because both of them like. Obviously, Grant Shaka's left-footed, so he can hit the outswinger, and Odegaard hits, like, the other direction. I don't know how to explain it, but, like, both your midfielders would be wrong-footed, essentially. Mm-hmm. So it's, it would be weird to have him play. I mean, I could, I realistically, I could see Conte at, like, mm-hmm. like a team outside. I think he's going to go to, like, Marseille. I think that's the perfect team for him to join. Like, he's French. He'd go play, and, like, he wouldn't play for PSG ever, I feel like. But, like, Marseille is good, because they're a total, like, grit team. Yeah, I think we should focus our attention to... What isn't really consisted, consisted, or like seen as like a derby anymore? Yeah, but Manchester one, City one versus Man game. United. It's. I don't think it's ever really been a derby because I feel like Man United for so long were so dominant, and then it wasn't even like it was like that like competitive. It was like competitive for like two years, and then it just three, flipped. It was competitive from 2010 to 2013, and, and then, then City haven't yep. looked back since. Yeah, it's been clouting after and also like six three is like a misleading scoreline. It was really six one before they stopped trying. Apart, I would say 
I would say one of the best Manchester derbies I've watched was the 3-2 to Man United. Yeah, with the Rooney with bicycle kick. Rooney bicycle no. kick. Rooney bicycle with kick one is crazy. Pogba two goals, Chris Smalling oh, yeah. one goal, Vincent Company goal, and yeah. This Gundogan is like goal. 2018, right? I think that was one that's one of the that's one of the best football games I've like watched. Because yeah. like it just showed like I think that for for some time it hadn't really been considered a derby and that game kind of brought back sparks of what yeah and then, like like you look at if you look at Premier League tunnels back in the day with like Roy Keane and Alan Shearer like those people hated each other like yeah. on and off the pitch they hate each other and I think that game in 2018 really brought back kind of those sparks of like fire that yeah. I think mm-hmm. what made me especially fall in love with this game. I think that that's why people really respect the North London Derby too, because it's so like the teams really just don't like each other. Like in the locker, like in the tunnel, like almost every other game you see players talking and like chatting amongst themselves. Yeah. And the Tottenham Arsenal game, like they didn't even like look at each other. Like it's straight up just like it's the game's so serious. It's, it's nowhere near as what it used to be, but it still yeah. it still has those glimmers which I which I really like. Yeah, because I feel like if United beat City, everyone would have been just like. Eh, City's still gonna win the league, but like Tottenham and Arsenal actually matters. It actually was like proving yeah. who is the better team right now. Yeah, like that, and they're always fight like that. Like if you look at how close they were in different in terms of points over the past past couple of years, it's been one points, it's been two points, it's yeah. been it's I'm been pretty thin, sure it's thin margin. Third of the last thirteen seasons, I think the stat is eight of the last thirteen seasons, Arsenal and Tottenham have finished within one point of each other. Yeah, I mean that's like which is crazy. You just don't really find derbies like that anymore. Yeah, I feel like this game was just so, like, I woke up and I was just like, oh, like, so expected that Erling Haaland's going to score a hat-trick and Phil Foden's going to score a hat-trick and Man United get three goals. But, like, if you look at it, Man Man City subbed on, like, two academy players and three extra subs in, like, the 68th or something. Like, it's just so, like... And you guys, aren't, you guys aren't even playing Ruben Diaz it's anymore. It's actually wild. They're not, they didn't even start their best center-back pairing. They're, like, playing, like whoever they want at this point yeah like oh if we're being real Ake has been our best center back this year year. and Akanji looked really good in the game he's looked amazing in the three games like also also like to be a good defender at city is so different than to be a good defender at united like at city you like you really need to just be able to like defend a counter and pass the ball whereas like united you like actually kind of have to like defend in the block yep defend in the block all game I which think, is a different thing, but I think... Which is, I honestly think that's a good thing for City. Like, you just, like, it shows how dominant they are, like, possession-wise. Well, yeah. but that's that's kind of our issue when we make it to Champions League, is that, you know, we face these teams of such a high caliber that we really can't control possession the whole time. But, I don't know, I think this year is different. I think, I think that, this year is different. I think that Pep should go all in on his, like, control possession, control the game, because against... Real Madrid, what you saw was that he was like a little less confident in it and he was like having his players play more direct and I think that that's what opened them up to more counters almost like. Yeah. Yeah. But I, 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 it's just not, it's not a Manchester derby if you're bringing on Cole Palmer. <sighs> yeah. Like, like that. It's just so disrespectful. And also like, just Even like. Rian Mars, like he yeah. has not played this year. Yeah. I just, and also I feel like just quickly, like we just have to touch on Erling Haaland. <laughs> I mean, war a guy. I mean, but like, you're, I mean, like, they are. 60 M's for him. Like, you were literally subbing, like, he's literally bagged a hat trick and you're subbing him off in like the 60th minute. Yeah. And he's been doing that all year. All year. Like, Pep, 
Like, I guarantee you, like, sometimes Pep has subbed him off with, like, two goals. If he hasn't subbed him off, he could be grabbing four four goals in the game. Yeah, it's crazy. Five, six. Kevin De Bruyne looks so good, too. Like, I mean... You just, like, it makes it... it I have a question. Is yeah. he not the best player in the world right now? Kevin De Bruyne? I think that he... It's him and Neymar. It's yes. him. I think that there's two duos who sit as the top four players, which is Erling Holland, Kevin De Bruyne, Neymar, and Messi all sit at the yeah. top four. And, yeah. like... Like, you can watch a game of Messi, and you'll be like, Messi's the best player. And then you watch a game of Neymar, and you're like, Neymar's the best player. And then you watch Holland, and you're like, Holland's the best player. And then, like, watch, like, the pass that De Bruyne puts into Holland, and you, like, it's, like, so hard to describe, like, the competitiveness. I really but, have not been following up on um, Messi this year. Has Messi's, he really been better he's, than he's Mbappe? He's been so good. I he's think been he, super good this he year. He has, like, 13 goals. Like, what level goals, of Messi? 13 like, goals and assists and eight honestly, games like, in the league. Like, an average season for Messi, but in terms of other people, that's, yeah, like, like, a really he's good like, He's, like, the Barcelona Messi that everyone knows. But, like, then you look at, like, every other player in the world, and you're I mean, like, only, oh, only 13 GA in... Eight games. In eight games, I mean, That's two less than Holland. Holland. No, I thought he had, uh, like, 16. Oh, he is 16 now, yeah. So it's three less than Holland. Which is still, like, Just very good. Yeah, no, that is, like... But yeah, Neymar's Messi. at, like, 20 almost. Yeah. He's doing bits and leaving. Also, there's... I actually saw Napoli... Oh, no, someone someone else... Speaking of Napoli... Oof. Wow. I mastered the pronunciation, too. Kovica Kovarskelia. He's so Kovica good. Kovarskelia. But he got robbed on FIFA. He's a 74 silver. Well, but that's Silver beast, though. That's because I feel like he... Like, people he are popping, finding... Like, he... Because FIFA 23 is, best season, off, is based off of last, last season. season. Yeah, but he was doing good at the end of last season. I'm surprised he didn't get like a 75 is what I think. Like just to give him a gold card at least. Yeah, not, uh, I was mistaken, not Napoli, but PSV forward Cody Gakpo, Gakpo yeah. has as many goal contributions as Erling Haaland this, Erling Haaland this season with 22. But, but he's played more games. It, but like you cannot fault that. And he's in, and he's in, so and he's in the Eredivisie year. So he's in the like well, he's being really real, good. Holland would have forty GA in the yeah. Eredivisie. But I think that like Just if saying. you think about him and you I, think about Anthony, he has more goals and assists this year already in like thirteen games than Anthony did last year in the full season, which is crazy but, that but you're the, buying Anthony for hundred. In defense games. of Anthony, Anthony, that's not what Anthony brings. Is yeah. I feel like he's more he's more of a creator like he's sim- more similar to Saint Maximin than he is to like Holland. But I feel well, like yeah, his job Cody, is to create. If you watch Cody Gakpo, I think it's like Cody Gakpo is more comparable to Mo Salah as like an inside forward. He's barely even a winger at this point. And but then, like you cut, can you cut, you cannot fault the twenty-two goal contributions. Yeah, like yeah, I think he's goal. I think that he's really good, and I think that what he lacks is that he doesn't like. He doesn't really play as much for the um, Netherlands team, who obviously isn't as good as Brazil, whereas Anthony, like, sometimes gets minutes. So, like, you look at that and you're like, Anthony's good then. By the way, we, we, we got Akanji and we got Holland for less money than United got Anthony. Anthony and Casemiro, who doesn't play, so. Yeah, so we, should we quickly touch on Manchester United and specifically Cristiano Ronaldo? He just won't play anymore. I mean, he doesn't One fit goal. the team. He's but- a penalty. He doesn't fit the team. You can't play a guy like a 38-year-old in a counter-attacking team. It just doesn't work. Yeah, and a team that's based off pressing. It just doesn't it doesn't it doesn't it's, work. It's he doesn't sa- have that. In it's sad anymore. to see. Yeah, he only plays in the Europa League and like if they're in the Champions League, I think they'd put him in. I could see him we should going look at those I could scores, see him though. going to Newcastle. I, I don't see him going anywhere. I think he's I think he's going back to Sporting Portugal or he's yeah. done. Like Yeah, this ja- I think January he'll go and then he'll be done in the summer. Yeah. Well, well, no. And City like it's crazy because they'll beat up on United 6-3 and then they'll go to the Champions League and win 5-0, 4-0, like, or against win against... Copenhagen. Yeah. 
Yeah, but yeah, Man Man City just can't. Yeah, they, you can't be stopped. There, there's just no words really to describe it. about them. Yeah, do we see the Trent Alexander Arnold free kick? I didn't see. It. I did. Oh, it's beautiful. I think that he's been Luka a fraud is, this year, though. Luca is just like so happy to see that. Actually, I don't really care. I think that this year he's kind of just a system player. Like without Klopp's system, he like without it working this year. It kind of sucks, but I also think that like it's partially because that midfield is so bad that they're just they're they're they have so much less possession of the ball this year that like he's just gonna play more defense. Inter versus Barcelona. Inzaghi knew it was a Inzaghi knew it was a foul. That yeah, that yeah. photo is just. It's so it's so sad too because they had a goal disallowed from VAR too. It's just crazy. Messi scored again in the Champions yeah, League. Messi he scored. now is f- he scored against forty different teams in the Champions League. Which is nuts. Quickly under Messi uh, before we probably start to wrap this up. Messi yeah. has said that this will be his last, last World Cup. Cup, but that doesn't mean that much. Like what? I he's think 34. everyone expected that. He's thirty four. He'll be 38, 39 at the next uh, World yeah, Cup. But yeah, like, of course. But like, and he also said he quit international football in 2016 so yeah but i'm still thinking that's pretty like monumental statement yeah, yeah. but four I thought, years I is kinda, a long yeah, time yeah i kind of assumed he was done me too as well I, I did i couldn't i can't see anyone playing at his level at 39 yeah but he's just like i don't know if if he wins this world cup then i think it just says so much about him is that an away game for marseille wow doesn't matter though. Well, I think that a big upset this year. I don't know if you really call it an upset, but I'm I, I'm so confident that when Tottenham go to Marseille, they're gonna lose. I just think that Marseille. Alexis Sanchez goal. Uh, an international like you're playing in like Champions League at Marseille is just impossible to. It's just, you just won't win. It's so hard. City they're, can attest. To go to Marseille is like crazy to and win like. PSG, like, whenever they go, they, they, like, barely pick up points. Like, last year, it was, like, kind of the game that gave William Saliba his name, like, and why people were hyping him up so much was yeah. just because he pocketed Mbappe, and Messi, and Neymar in one game. Because those fans are just crazy, and, like, the city is so in love with football, and it's just, like... It's a crazy mm. atmosphere. And, yeah. and French so, people have the best are the best fans of sports. Yeah. No, Italian. Ooh. I think it's, like... I think that have just, you heard like, about that story about with... Um... Uh, Drias Merton? No, wait. What's his name? You know who Drius Martin? Do you, have you heard his story? I haven't heard. No, his it was Insigne. It was Insigne. Insigne yeah, about his, how the, he lives in the apartment with the old yeah. woman, and the old woman would will say him to him if he plays bad. Yeah, and go, but like if he doesn't, then if, if he plays well, she like congratulates him, gives him something. But yeah. if she plays bad, slaps him across like the head and go like, you should, you should do play, better. Yeah, you should have played better today, boy. Yeah, and like he was like surprised by how many people, or like wait, it's just infe- it? it's I think just it infectious. was Drius Mertens was like surprised by how many people like like actually care and like he'd be out and people would like care so much and he was like yeah he didn't really realize that people cared that much in italy it's just infectious yeah well it's just the culture and speaking of dries mertens uh i had his fifa card fifa card (laughs) 96 overall stupidly good finesse shot you know what's crazy is that i've played the most fifa on the podcast this year yeah because i haven't got it if i get it i spend 100 hours my team's actually looking nice i packed kevin de bruyne it was a great day it was so nice sell him he was untradeable, but he's this year pace doesn't matter as much. He's so good, bro. Really? And like shooting matters. I put him. I put. I think I put a hawk on him or something. And so he just his shooting and pace. Yeah, like, he's like, like the power shots are nuts. Eighty four pace, 90, 92 shot, ninety two pass, ninety two dribbling. It's like, bro, they're yeah. not gonna take the ball off of him. Yeah, and you know, with that, I think we're gonna wrap up this week's episode of the Football Zone with Nick Maltone, Woody Brown, and Luca Galvin. And thank you for listening to eighty eight nine The Bridge, KMH Mercer Island.